Welcome back to Dial H for Hero Clicks. This is episode 207. I'm your host, Chris Britton, so let's go. Joining me in the studio today is my sexy ranch hand co-host, Calder Ness. What's going on, Calder? Howdy, howdy. Let's get rowdy. Well, we can get rowdy as soon as I let people know that Dial H for Hero Clicks is brought to you by CoolStuffInc.com, where you can find cool stuff in stock every day, including all of the latest Hero Clicks singles and sealed products. So check them out at CoolStuffInc.com. Why don't we start off this week with what made us happy? I don't have anything, so you just go ham on it. We'll get right. into uh, some news, some uh, character previews, and uh, a couple other things that just clean up, and we'll go from there. So what made you happy? All right, sweet. I was pleasantly surprised with how much I enjoyed uh, Solo, a Star Wars story. Like, I mean, I'm a huge Han Solo fan. He's probably one of my favorite characters in the original movies, and I was blown away by how much I liked this. Maybe I just fanboyed too much, but it was the Star Wars movie that I needed to see, especially after Last Jedi. So that made me... Oh, like, just insanely happy this week, I gotta say. I'm gonna get around to seeing it, but what I really want to know before I do is, how was Donald Glover? He's really good. Like, he plays Lando Calrissian so well. Really enjoyed it. Like, I can't... Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. It's it's hard-pressed to find, like, a few things that I'm even, like, mildly miffed about in this movie, so, I don't know. It was a success, man. Donald Glover killed it. All of the actors, it's like since day one, I always liked Alden Enric or Eric or however you say his last name, the kid who plays Solo, and I knew he was gonna kill it because I had faith in the guy. Like I'd seen <laughs> him, I'd seen him in like one other movie, and I'm like, I love this actor, I want to see him in more. And then they said he was young Han Solo, and people were like booing him or whatever for not looking like Harris Ford or whatever. But like he killed it just like I wanted him to. Maybe I got rose-colored glasses, but it was awesome. Well, all right then. I, as you guys know, the Dial H for HeroClix podcast is actually Danny Glover approved. So we're hoping that some of that Donald Glover <laughs> rubs off on the podcast because I'm actually a huge fan of Donald Glover. Um, is that all you would like to talk about in this section of the, the show? That is all. Okay, let's get into <laughs> some news. <laughs> Here at Dial H, we like to bring you up-to-date information about the game of Heroclix and other nerd-related content. But let's start off with some of that nerd-related content. We found two articles this week that I wanted to talk about. Let's start off with the first one, which is information about the upcoming Watchmen HBO series. As always, we are going to put the links for these articles in the podcast show notes to read at your pleasure, at your leisure and pleasure. Ooh, all right. Whoa. Uh, <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I am super excited about this. The show is going to be taking place as, I guess, more of like a sequel, but not a direct sequel. It takes place in modern time, so years and years after the original. Uh, we don't know if they are proceeding with the end of The Watchmen, where it was Osmandius that like detonated those dr manhattan bombs in the cities or if they're going to stick true a little bit truer to the comics where it was like a, a dead alien yeah like, yeah whatever that was 
Um, I actually, it's one of the very few times when there was an adaptation for from the comics into a movie where I'm like, wow, they made that section of it. I'm talking about the fact that it was like a bomb going off rather than a big stupid alien. Yeah. CGI for that would have been really stupid. So I think that yep. they made a really good decision on that for the movie. So I'm really anxious to see what they do with this Watchmen series. Uh, they are continuing with the fact that uh, Rorschach's dead, Dr. Manhattan's not on Earth, and we don't know about uh, the Owl, or Night Owl 2, or Silk Spectre, or anything like that. So, what are your thoughts? Man, I just, I really wanted it to be like a prequel to the Watchmen, like all the before Watchmen books. That's what's always like super interesting. I'm a huge comedian fan, and he doesn't get much. I mean, his character isn't kind of written to get much, so... But I'm, I actually am super interested in this series. I was more excited for it when I thought maybe Comedian was going to be a big part. But I want to see the world because it just sort of ends. You know, Watchmen's just like the journal goes with these guys and the newspaper. And then he's dead. He's on Mars. Everybody, you know, in the world is like KO'd. I mean, it's it's super. It's just, it leaves on such a weird note. And you're like, okay. I mean, I, th- I feel like that's part of why it was so good, because it was just oh, yeah, the, like a major cliffhanger. Oh, that's totally why. But, you know, it's kind of like, it always makes you think, what's after this? What's the, uh, what's going to happen? So I am super curious about any new, you know, heroes, new masks. I believe they're called masks. Kind of dub them in the Watchmen universe. Like, who might, you know, because uh, the Doomsday Clock, there's like a second Rorschach in stuff like that. So I'm kind of interested to see what they're going to do especially since it'll be modern-day times, I believe they said. Yeah. So how is the events of 1980, what was it, something? I can't quite remember, but how has that shaped the modern world that we're used to now is what I'm really interested to see. Yeah, Watchmen by far is one of the single best graphic novels I've ever read in my entire life. I'd argue that it's probably one of the best graphic novels ever written. And so, I would um yeah, I'm, I'm really excited for it. By the way, that's an IGN article that we're going to link for that one. Um, go and read this. This is actually a really nice write-up. It's actually decently long and fills in a lot of uh, information you might not have known about The Watchmen or just a big, nice recap on where you might be on your Watchmen knowledge. But let's go ahead and move on to a CBR article uh, talking about the <laughs> killed in development Infinity War Easter egg that was supposed to supposed to come to fruition but never did i guess basically all being blamed on the uh legal department for uh these the uh movie so in the movie um I, this isn't too much of a spoiler so i i think it'll we be fine. we see it at the end of civil war so i think it's fine yeah yeah that's true that's a good point so at the very end of civil war uh, there is a flip phone with Captain America's phone n- number left in the contacts given to um, Tony Stark, right? And yep. uh, so he has the ability to call t- uh, Steve if it ever gets, like, really out of hand or something like that. Well, one of the Easter eggs that was supposed to have been was that this number, the number that you see in the uh, Infinity War movie was supposed to actually be a working number that fans could dial because a lot of people apparently online are talking about how they tried to dial this number and it leads to just a this number is not in 
working order, whatever it says, an automated message. But what it was supposed to have been was a message from Steve Rogers, voiced by Chris Evans, obviously, telling you something, but we don't know what that something was. But it was supposed to be some nice little tie-in to the movie to just add a little bit extra flavor to the movie. I thought that was pretty neat. That was really cool. And if you're like me, you actually tried to memorize the number, then you got out of the movie theater, and you called it, and then you accidentally uh, got a exterminator service because you were off by a digit, and then you hung up, and you're like, okay, that was weird. guess not doing that again. So <laughs> then I'm like, ah, I was off. It was a zero. <laughs> of course, of course. <clears throat> but no, yeah, it would have been awesome to be like, hello, you've reached Steve Rogers' voicemail or something. You know, it would have been, been cool. It would have been very flavorful. Yeah, I like that, but unfortunately we didn't get that. There is an article about it. This one's actually a really short article. We pretty much told you everything there is, but just so you know, it's there if you want to go read it. But let's move on to a lot of character previews that we got for the game of Heroclix. And uh, I just, I think we should start off by saying this. I like turtles. Because that's how many turtles. <laughs> Turtles ones we got this week. So we got six character previews for Turtles, and then we got the DC OP kit with Wonder Woman, Batman, and Superman in it. I'm going to start us off this week with Splinter number 25 coming in at 60 points with the TMNT ally, uh, martial artist, and what is that middle word there? Assassin? Animal. It's animal. That makes sense. Uh, we have a trait. Follow me, turtles. Whenever a friendly character with the TMNT keyword uses sidestep, it may move up to three squares instead of two. That's a pretty sweet um, trait there. We have a special attack power, but it doesn't come into play until the last two clicks of the dial, and it's only a five-click long dial. So 60 points, five clicks long. Now, I'm going to say top dial. It's actually pretty solid because stats-wise, it's pretty good. 11 attack, 18 defense. Precision strike with, with defend, yeah. Yeah, with 18 defense with defend. That's pretty. That's pretty good. Uh, we have three damage with three printed damage with leadership, six speed with leap and climb. No special combat symbols. Uh, we ha- what? It's unfortunate that this is a sculpt reuse. So I uh, they just colored the. I, I don't. I'm. His robe different. It yeah, I assume or purple or whatever before. I assume there's a nice Japanese word for that thing. That, oh, like kimono or something. Yeah, it's called? like the male equivalent of that. Malcolm, we need your we need your Japanese right into us. It's so, not a gi. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, the the attack power is called Pizza Reward when an adjacent friendly character hits one or more opposing characters after resolutions heal that friendly character one click. So that's pretty decent. It's coupled with two; uh, those clicks are coupled with clicks of flurry. Um, but it's an adjacent friendly character. I, are, is he? Are you considered adjacent to yourself in this game? I believe so. Okay, so do you think that this would trigger on itself? Yeah, I would say so. Okay, so we've got a little bit of healing power on your own splinter at the end of the dial. Now he does have. 10 attack on both of those clicks, and he does have Perplex on both of those clicks. Uh, You are going to be close up to them. He has 16 defense with combat reflexes at the time, so it's going to be 18. That's nice. Overall, I'd say this is actually a pretty solid splinter, but... uh, So this is the one from the 2003 animated series, according to the information on the back of the card. I'm just... I'm so sick of getting the same characters, so I'm not... Is it really supposed to be 2003? Nice. Yes. Yeah. Huh. So, 
That's him. I mean, it's not bad, but I'm just we just keep seeing more of the same stuff. If we uh, were to switch his attack powers around, and he would have had Precision Strike with Flurry, and then he would have had that special attack power when he has Defend and Leap Climb and Leadership, yeah. he would be amazing for 60 points. Instead, he's like, okay, for 60 points. Agreed. All right. Why don't you get uh, on to the next one? Michelangelo, he's a super rare, reusing the sculpts from the first wave of Ninja Turtles. These are the 2012 animated series sculpts. He has a trait we're going to see on all of the main four turtles in the super rares. Tales of the TMNT. He has TMNT, TMNT Ally, Animal, and Martial Artist Keyword. Tales of the TMNT. At the beginning of the game, for all friendly characters that can use this trait, choose a tail trait that a friendly character can use. In this game, all friendly characters with the tail trait can use the chosen trait instead of any other tail trait. So they all have a trait you can choose from. So basically, Michelangelo can give your team potentially stealth and ignores movement, uh, elevated and hindering terrain. So more stealthy, defensive. Very cool. So if you have a team of all these guys, you can choose basically what Mikey gives you, what Leo, what Donnie, all that, etc., etc. He also has a special attack power on his first two and last two clicks. He has indomitable dolphin symbols. He's got full range. He's pretty solid, and he's uh, he's kind of he's kind of tanky. He's got some invulnerability. So Booyah Kasha or something. I don't. Oh, do I got this? I, I've watched this show. Booyah Kasha. That. When Michelangelo hits an opposing character with an attack, after resolutions, choose one. Smoke Cloud at no cost, or friendly characters modify attack by you plus one until your next turn, which is pretty good, especially on his last two and uh, first two clicks. Dude, I love this so much. <laughs> because I, I'm such a big fan of the animated, the 2012 animated series, and what he does in the show is he has these little eggs and he throws them, and then he has this random, like, weird teleporting ability. But it's a smoke cloud. It's exactly what it is. So I love that it's just, booyakasha, and he, like, throws an egg down. Oh, yeah, it's uh, nice stuff. So I'm really excited. I was really wanting to collect the old ones, but I, I just didn't think that they were good. So I didn't want them. Ah. I will be collecting these, though. So I'm pretty excited about that. Nice. Let's move on to the last figure from this uh, release. There were two releases of, of figures, three and three. So this is one of the chases, I believe. This is Raphael. TMNT, TMNT ally, martial artist keywords. We have improved movement, ignores characters, which is going to come really in handy here in a second. You'll understand. He has a... Th by the way, this is um, from the games, the 1989 video Pixel games. Yeah, this is a pixelated Raphael. He is writing a nice pixelated skateboard which comes into play it's got like a rocket shooting out of the back of it pretty cool so the trait is called auto scrolling skate level at the beginning of your turn you may move Raphael one square free move up to three squares in a direct path uh, he has a I'm, I'm gonna go with what he has in order of the dial rather than what it says on the card uh, he has a special attack power for the first two clicks of the dial. By the way, it's a 100-point or a 75-point dial, and the break point is actually going to be click number three. So top dial at 100 points, special attack power is called size. Uh, that's size like the weapon. Um, flurry, when making a close attack, Raphael deals penetrating damage. So, you know, that's not, that's not good. Especially when he has no. Indom and base three damage with uh, his Battle Fury. So that's not good. 10 speed with charge, BT dubs. So, uh, yeah, yeah, flurry, charge, 
three damage. It'll be six damage, 11 attack, penetrating. So, yeah, that, that's pretty good. Uh, then on click three, four, five, he has a special speed power called Jump Kick, hypersonic speed. When Raphael uses it, he can use Ignore's Elevated Terrain and Hindering Terrain, but modifies his speed value by negative three. He does have nine speed on all three of those clicks. He also has Precision Strike on all three of those clicks, as well as Super Senses on all three of those clicks. But I forgot to mention Top Dial is going to be Toughness, 17 Defense. But, yeah, I kind of like this too, as well, just because you still have that all-scrolling skate level trait, so you can just move. So even if you minus the three speed, you still you get it back. It's insane. The amount of movement these chases can do. Crazy. Yeah, it's really, ah. really good. So seven click long dial. Uh, those three clicks I said were in the middle. And then they're sandwiched at the end with two clicks of nine attack with that same size special attack power. 16 defense uh, with combat reflexes, two damage with Battle Fury. So realistically, the last two clicks of the dial are really, really boring. But the top dial is actually so good that it makes up for the end dial. So I would say as far as a chase goes, this is a pretty decent chase. Really, really good. Yeah, I like it. And that. then on the back end of all these previews, there are these little pogs they have. I don't know if somebody pops them out or if they're part of the starter set, probably the starter. Well, but, it, does um, say, it does say 10 does points. It? Yeah, 10 it. points. They're costed, too. It's interesting. So must be the starter, I guess. Odd. Uh, boxing bot. It's a little robot. He's got flurry, and uh, close combat expert and indomitable. So that's uh, that's kind of cool. He doesn't have a trait to give him autonomous or anything. So he's just just chilling. Neat little robot. Anyways, I'll go uh, right into the other one. The foot elite with the hammer. This guy is great. He's pixelated. He's all pixely, and he's a rare. He has one trait: sacrifice swarm and not adjacent. Sorry, when an adjacent friendly character is KO'd or takes three damage, but isn't KO'd, so he's KO'd or takes three damage, isn't KO'd, give Foot Elite an opportunity token, free. Remove an opportunity token to either make an attack or move up to two squares. So you can make an attack for free if some of your guys are being picked off like the video game drones they are. It's kind of funny. He also has temporary footboard on his first three clicks, which gives him free move up to three squares in a direct path, so also very video game theme And also on those three clicks, he has his special attack power, which is the hammer. He gets Quake, Foot Elite hits with an attack, roll of an 11 or a 12 after resolutions. You may give one hit character an action token. So that's pretty cool. If your roll's high enough, you can start incapping some folks. Also on his top three clicks, he has toughness. He starts with leadership, then he gets two clicks perplex. On his down dial, he's pretty lame with charge, quake, and combat reflexes, and then he loses charge on his last click. For five clicks, 45 points. I'd say he's really solid leading your foot clan, team and team villain. He also has soldier, which is nice. So he's uh, he's really cool and very themey for video games. So I think that you actually might have more previews available sitting in front of you than I do. Oh. I, I don't know where that one came from. So uh, It's gonna... the one that has Leo for the tail and then Michelangelo as the chase. I did not see those, so I'm just going to go with the one that I have available, and I'll see oh, if I right. can, uh, you jump back to the one that you have after I get done with this one. So uh, we have Baxter Stockman, number 27, 80 points. Flight, as you would expect a fly to have, no other special combat symbols, six range, one bolt, 
TMNT villain, animal, monster, scientist keyword does have a trait, and this is a reoccurring trait. It's called Level Boss, colon, flashing orange. Uh, the first time each game, Baxter Stockman would be KO'd. Instead, turn him to click number six. He has a six-click long dial, by the way. Then heal him one click if an opposing force has one or two characters on it. Otherwise, heal him two clicks. And he also has protected from Pulse Wave. So his whole dial is protected oh. from Pulse Wave. That's pretty awesome. I like that. So uh, we have 9 speed top dial with sidestep. 11 attack with a special attack power called Sticky Fingers Ray. Telekinesis. When Baxter Stockman uses it, modify his attack value by plus 2. Now, I don't know if I've seen a, somebody use a telekinesis attack with an object in a very long time, but yeah. may, maybe this will be used because he has 13 attack when he uses it, which is actually really good. Really good. But I just not, it's not something I'm used to seeing. He does have uh, top, two, top dial 2 damage with outwit, so that's good. So he'll outwit their defense before he smokes them with a... Random object laying around. That's pretty good. 17 defense with energy shield deflection. So that's also really good for range 19 defense. Um, so it's two clicks of that, basically. Then two clicks of running shot, pin sigh, And then two clicks of sidestep range combat expert. And on, that, on those last two clicks where he has that, it's base 9 attack, but 3 base damage with range combat expert. So even if you pump it both into attack... 11-3 is still Solid. pretty good. So it, I, he might actually be one of the better Baxter Stockman clicks made. I'll give him that. But is this a reuse of a sculpt, or is this one of the... That is sadly a reuse. Yeah. I was, I was hoping, since he had the video game powers, they'd give him a pixel sculpt, but nah, guess not. I really do like the, the boss trait they have, and if anyone's ever played a video game in their entire life, the most annoying thing is when you think you've almost killed a boss, but then they just resurrect into like a weird, different pseudo-form, and you got to keep fighting them. It's horrible, painful after many long hours. So oh. it's, kind of, it's kind of interesting. He will either heal one or two clicks, and if he heals two, he gets running shot Pinsai. If he only heals one, he just has nine attack with three damage range combat expert. But he still has sidestep. So yeah. it it's not bad. Neither one of them are bad. But, I mean, it's in a way, it's like a cool little stop click. Yeah. So that's okay. Cool. Uh, moving on to mine. I have uh, Leonardo. He's another one of the tails of the TMNT. He has the same tails as the TMNT trait. So choose a tail that someone can use and everybody can use it. He has TMNT, TMNT ally, animal, martial artist, and warrior keywords. He also has four range, the dolphin symbol, and indomitable. Uh, by the way, I guess, to go back to the last one, they have an 80-point line and a 60-point line. And Leonardo's tail is Requiem. Whenever another friendly character is KO'd by an opposing character, heal this character two clicks. So if anyone on your team dies and they get the trait of tail, basically the turtles get a heal. So if you've got like a KC or an April or somebody who just takes damage or is totally KO'd, you get a heal, which is really awesome. You know what that kind of sounds like? That we have not had printed on a dial in a really long time that I Who remember. Who is that? The Fantastic Four team ability. Oh! Is that what that does? To be completely honest, I've never played against Fantastic Four in the entire well, time. The old one did? I don't remember <laughs> if they changed it, because quite honestly, why would I care? They haven't printed it on a dial yeah. in like forever, so I didn't really read so it. Long. But 
I'm pretty sure that that's what it used to do. Either that or it was one of those, like, feats that changed what an actual team ability did. Like oh, my used to do. I yeah. can't remember. It's something like that. <laughs> um, But it's cool. So, like, if you think your team's going to get wiped out pretty fast, this could uh, help you stick around a bit more. He also has a special damage power for his first three clicks, and he has a solid three damage on all those clicks. Lead my brother's leadership when... Leonardo uses it. On a result of a 6, you may also remove an action token from another friendly character with the TMNT or TMNT ally keyword. Best part about this. Anywhere on the map. Ah. That's not good. <laughs> no, it's, ter it's terrible. Terrible. Ah, it's beautiful. I love it so much. That is so great. I... It's going to be hard-pressed for me not to get these now, especially for how good this Leo is. He starts off, he does not charge in. He actually starts off with an 8 flurry for his first three clicks. 11 attack with blades for his first three clicks, so, you know, two katanas, makes sense. And 18 defense with invulnerability for his first two clicks. And then on his 60-point line, he starts that, once again, 8 movement flurry, 11 attack, blades. 17 defense with some toughness for his two clicks. And then he goes into charge, precision strike. He gets perplexed when he loses leadership. Then again, he might heal back up if somebody dies, so you can kind of keep your team moving. I love this Leonardo, like, ugh, so much. Who is your favorite turtle? It's Leonardo. <laughs> okay, that's, uh, that's what I kind of figured. Yeah. I, I, he's my favorite turtle, too. I kind of figured he'd be your favorite turtle because yeah. he's he's like the, T, the TMNT equivalent of, of Captain America. Yep. That's exactly how he acts yeah. in the comics, too, so... Okay, well, we have a Sergeant Granitor. Now, this is the first time that this guy has been clicked, so at least we can say we have new characters in this set. Uh, 75 points, no special combat symbols, 5 range, 1 bolt, special... He has a trait. It is the level boss flashing orange. So this one is actually click number 5, which is his last click instead of click number 6, like it was on Baxter. So it's basically the same trait. I do want to point out we have not seen it, but this one says flashing orange as well. I assume when we get to the higher level bosses, like a Shredder maybe or a Krang, we'll see flashing red hmm. as the level boss. That's that's my prediction. And instead of healing one or two clicks, it'll be like two or three clicks. Uh -huh. That's my guess. We'll see. So five-click long dial starts with... Sidestep, 7 speed, 10 attack with a special attack power called Flame Gun, which gives him Pensai. When Sergeant Granitor, Granitor hits an opposing character with a ranged attack after resolutions, deal 1 penetrating damage to each opposing character adjacent to the Ooh. hit target. It's a dumb energy explosion, is what it is. It's awesome. <laughs> so, he is made of rock. As you would expect, someone yes. named Granitor it would be called. So he starts top dial with 17 defense with Impervious, and he has three damage with Leadership. So the special attack powers for the first three clicks, all three of which has 10 attack, 17 defense for the first three clicks. And then his last two clicks, he switches gears entirely and starts going melee. Nine attack, super strength with 16 defense on both clicks with Invulnerability. By the way, he has... Impervious and then a vulnerability the rest of the dial. And then Solid. those last two clicks, yeah. So he's going to be guaranteed one of the more... Uh, tanky. Yeah, like, tanky characters in the set, for sure. Or actually ever out of the out of the <laughs> sets. So. Yeah. Uh, and then he also has two clicks 
of close combat expert both of which have two damage so I mean at least you can still do four damage on your last two clicks you just have to get lucky with that nine attack but I mean I like him because he's brand new never been clicks before but the stats are a little low they could be better they definitely yeah. could be but he does some cool stuff though I kind of like it Next up is the Chase Michelangelo. He's also on a rocket skateboard. It's orange, just like how Raps was red. So kind of stylized here. He also has TMNT, TMNT Ally, and Martial Artist keyword. He has that same auto-scrolling skate level trait. Being your turn, you may move Michelangelo one square and then free move up to three squares in a direct path, which is awesome. Because, you know, they all have charge, which means they get to basically move nine squares for a charge, which is nuts top dial for 100 points. He also has Jump Kick. This is the same thing he has. Three. So I'll go over his top click first. He has Charge, 10 speed. He has an 11 attack with a special attack power. He has 17 defense with toughness and 3 damage perplex. He has the exact same top clicks. He is indomitable. No range. That's his 100 point dial. His special attack power is Nunchaku's Flurry. Each time Michelangelo hits an opposing character, after resolutions, you may give that character an action token. That's terrible. Perplex up my damage to a Plucks up my attack to a 12 and, you know, charge in nine squares away and just wail on you. Not good, not good, Mikey. No, Terrible. No. Terrible. Uh, anyway, when he gets on his 75 points, he starts with the same jump kick, the hypersonic speed. When he uses it, he can use ignores elevated and hindering for movement purposes, but modifies his speed negative three. He also has a nine movement on all those clicks, a 10 attack on all those clicks with precision strike. And instead of super senses like Wrath, he actually has a 17 with ESD, which I think is a lot better, especially if you're going to be going in and then backing out with hypersonic speed. On his last two clicks, he has a 17 his entire dial for defense, which is really solid. On his last two clicks, he gets his Nunchaku power back again. He also gets uh, some support, which is really interesting, and some uh, combat reflexes, which I really like. Yeah. Michelangelo, solid. What was the name of the support power on that Mikey? It is, I'll share my slice. <laughs> Okay, thanks, Mikey. <laughs> by, oh, by the way, I wanted to point this out because it's so stupid. We'll go back to Baxter Stockman real quick. His range combat expert is called Just Ray. Just Ray. Yeah, I don't understand. Baxter. Not not just a Ray gun or anything like that. It's just Just Ray. So, okay. Uh, He's back. a scientist. Maybe we don't understand. <laughs> I guess. Okay, back to a 2012 animated uh, series, Turtle. Super excited about this. So he has the Tales of the TMNT trait as well. His is called Vision Quest, and it gives Empower, as well as Improved Targeting Ignores Characters and Ignores Hindering Terrain, which is actually pretty decent. I like these modal choices like this, you know? Yeah. You get to sit down... And then look at your opponent's team and decide which one you really want, which one will be more beneficial to you. So it's a pretty sweet. Now, he also has the 80 or 60 point uh, division line clicks, which, by the way, if your basic math skills are on par, all four turtles, I believe, add up to 320 points on top dial. Why? Why? We must be getting a new case here, April, for for this. I hope. I don't know. Can they make a Can they make a splinter in an April that are forty points a piece? That way you get five characters for four hundred points. That would be great. 
That'd but be will, great. Will they? It, won't, it will not happen. I guarantee <laughs> you. It won't happen. But let's go back to this Raphael. It's the same keywords all the other ones have, so I'm not going to go into it. He does have the dolphin symbol for, and that's his only special combat symbol, four range, one bull. Uh, top dial. Ten speed with charge, 11 attack with quake, 18 defense with a special defense power called Leave My Family Alone. Invulnerability, adjacent friendly characters with a TMT or TMT ally keyword modify their defense by plus one. Hmm. So, once again, adjacent friendly characters counts himself. So, does that mean he has 19 defense? I would suppose so. I could be wrong on that ruling, but... It, honestly, it won't matter if you're wrong or not, because I'll just change it in six months anyway. So Very true. I guess we'll see. But three damage top dial with exploit weakness. So that's pretty decent. Uh, the rest of the dial is very much what you think Raph would be, right up in your face. He does have three clicks of exploit followed by three clicks. It's a six-click long dial of close combat expert. Two damage on those close combat experts. Sidestep on those, 10 attack on those, and a special attack power called Pin You Down. When Raphael hits an opposing character, that character gains Immobile until your next turn. And mm. then in parentheses it says it can't be moved or placed. Okay. So there's that. He's not as cool as the other two, but, I mean, he's pretty solid. He definitely does damage. 11 attack for the first three clicks. That's, I mean, he's Insane. probably going to hit. Yeah, he's, he's actually pretty decent, so I like him. I skipped past the robot because I just realized we actually had four Turtles previews because Paradise Clicks shared the inter Eternal Games exclusive preview, so I'm like, wow, we had way more than I actually thought. There's so um, many Turtles. There's so many, so this actually will round out the rest of the Super Rares and the last chase. So that's pretty cool. I don't know what the last robot was. It was probably super lame. It was like a spider drone or something. But uh, I'll just uh, talk about the Foot Elite Axe, I guess. He's basically the same as a Foot Elite Hammer, but he has an axe instead of a hammer. Oh, wow. He's only an uncommon, though, which is cool. Foot Clan, TMT Villain, and Soldier. He has the same trait, Sacrifice Storm. When, when someone takes three damage or is KO'd, you give him an opportunity token. He can make an attack or he can move two squares. Wow, ain't that neat. What you're really playing him for is the fact that he is only 25 points with four clicks. He has six movement sidestep, no special combat symbols of range. He has a special attack power his entire dial, 17 defense combat reflexes, and he has empower his entire dial with one damage because he's got an axe. He's rolling blades, baby. The special attack power reads blades, claws, fangs. Foot elite's attack rolls of 11 or 12 are critical hits. So just like the 11 or 12 on the other dude, give him a action token. These ones are critical hits, which is awesome. Because you think you roll a crit on 11 or a 12, and then you roll 6, you're doing 7 damage. Oh, beautiful. Obviously, that's the perfect world. If not, you know, you're going to be doing at least more than 1 damage, or at least 1 damage the entire time. So, hey, it's not half bad, especially for 25 points. Sidestep, he's going to be hard to, hard to hit in close with a 19 defense up close. And I think he is solid. And this is kind of the mindless drone video game enemy that I kind of wanted to see in this set. So I have one last thing. This is going to be the Mauser Pog that I assume is in some kind of starter set or something. It's 10 points, 5 speed with uh, sidestep, which is good because it does not have autonomous or anything like that. So 
you're going to be wasting your action tokens, action total, doing things with these Mausers. Unless there's one of these figures in the set that actually gives them autonomous with a trait or something like that. So that would be good. But uh, 10 attack, 17 defense with indom, toughness, 2 damage, and it is a tiny character. So that makes sense because it's a Mauser. I... Am I the only one that misses horde tokens? Uh, those were the stacked tokens where you would remove one off the top, right? Yeah, so they could take like a million damage and it wouldn't matter. You would still just take just away move one. one. Yeah, that yeah. was really cool. Yeah, apparently that's not a thing anymore, so... Whoa. Okay. Terrible. Take a lap. Uh, I'm going to talk about Donatello, I guess. If you still take some time to find these, because I, I, I didn't even remember until I was scrolling through Facebook. He oh, is the... Man. Why don't I have a Facebook? <laughs> Actually, before before uh, we go too far, I want to ask you this real quick, because I'm just curious for my own personal collection. What are the numbers on the 2012 Turtles? Because Raphael's 31, Mikey is 32. Donatello is number 29, the one I'm looking at. Which okay. probably makes Leo 30. Leo 30. So my guess is they did the same thing that they've done in the past, which has made two of them rare and two of them super rare. Uh, well, Donatello says he he's uh, super rare. He has a yellow background. And he's number 29? Yeah. No! Super that means they're, they're all super they're rares? They're all super rares. Ugh. All right, I quit Hero Clicks. This is too much. <laughs> That's the podcast, I guess, I guess just ha- yeah, 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 I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the end. Sorry, patrons. Go ahead and cancel your Patreon now. Uh, oh. JK, we're not, we're not done. So uh, I guess just go ahead and uh, keep going. All I'll, right. I'll see if I can find it. I doubt I will by the time you're done, but just Instead keep going. Instead of warrior like the other ones, he has TMT, TMT ally, animal martial artist, and scientist. Very fitting for a guy that does machines. He has the same choose-a-tail trait pretty much. What his tail does is actually really cool. This character has protected, opposing, perplex, and opposing probability control. I quite like it. It's called Mazes of Mutants. Very funny. He is 80 and 60 points. He has four range dolphin. He does not have indomitable. For some reason, him and Raph didn't get indomitable. I find that interesting. He has charge, 11 attack, invulnerability, and prob for his first two clicks. Those are identical clicks, except for the fact that his defense value goes down to a 17 on the second click. That's an 8. Movement, 11 attack, 3 damage, and then 18 defense top. Totally solid. Special attack power, like all the rest, he has a special attack power on his first two and last two clicks. It is Master O-Staff. When Donatello hits an opposing character with an attack after a solution, choose one. Give the hit character an action token, or the hit character modify their defense value by negative one until your next turn. Absolutely love it. His middle two clicks are also identical, except for his damage going down by one. He has a seven movement plasticity, a ten attack with quake, seventeen defensive toughness, and a three damage without wit. His last two clicks are also, once again, they kind of go two by two here, with an eight movement leap fly, a ten attack with that special attack power I said, a seventeen defense with ESD, and his defense goes down by one on his last click, and then he has two damage with support. Uh, not bad at all. I do like his choice. So if your team, if your opposing team has a ton of prob and you just don't want your attacks to be prob, this is a, you know, godsend, really. It can super help in tournaments and stuff. So 
I'm absolutely a huge fan of this tale. Okay, I did I did find what we were looking at. Did you do the Leonardo Chase? I did not slide with Leo Chase. Okay, we have 175 point lines, just like the others. He does have Indom. He's once again pixelated. He has improved movement, ignores uh, characters, just like the other one. He has the same auto-scrolling skate level, but he has a special attack on his first two attacks. He has 11 attacks, by the way, on both of those. Special attack power called Jump Kick, Hypersonic Speed. When, oh, it's the same one. It's the same one. And then he has Katana on his next three clicks. So basically, all are all of these stats the same? They look like they're the same. I believe so. All the power placement is the same with the charge, 11 attack, and then they go into the three clicks of Hypersonic Speed and the last two clicks of not having a movement power with their special attack power back again. Okay, it's, so they're basically all the same character. They just changed, like, one... Like couple the attack of, couple powers. of things, yeah, that's about it. And stuff. Okay, so this one's called Katana. Gives him blade claws and fangs. Free, move up to two squares. Only activate this if Leonardo missed with a close attack this turn. That is so much movement. <laughs> Combined with all his other traits, if he misses... Ah, uh, that's insane. Hey, at least if you play them on their click number three, all four of the chases, you get an actual 300-point team. It rounds out evenly. Nice. Or a all 400-point team. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's also true. So they actually, hey, good job, WizKids, on these chases, making them a uh, nice point formula. No, they already ruined this for me. Oh. This, uh, <laughs> don't, don't congratulate them. How dare you make them add up to 320 points? Why would you do that? They don't even think ahead, I swear. Uh, all right, whatever. But also, that's all I had to, that I had to say about Leonardo. You want you want that laser drone? Yeah, laser drone's actually kind of cool. He <laughs> uh, he's got flight, five range, indomitable. You know, it's it's really sweet. Uh, it can barely hold itself up though, so it can't carry anybody. It's got a little six movement and uh, nine attack, penetrating sucking blast with two damage. It's kind of cute. I kind of I really kind of like it. <laughs> it's kind of cute. Like, he's a little drone, he's trying his best, he can, can't care anybody, he can kind of shoot. I like it, I like it a lot. Uh, <laughs> Alright, are we out of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle previews? We're out, we're out of the TMNT, I'm pretty sure that's the last of them. They all kind of, yeah. Okay. Alright, well, we do have three more dials to get through real quick, that's on DC's end, but on Marvel's end real quick, uh, we did get our very first picture for the upcoming Secret Wars set, which I wanted to talk about, it shows three figures. Ultimate Thor is in there, uh, as well as a Thanos, as well as a Black Panther that is wielding the Infinity, Infinity Gauntlet. Gauntlet. Oh. So that's pretty cool. There's some wording under it. It does not, it, it cuts it off. Whoever took this picture didn't, like, zoom out. They should have just a little bit, but it says... Explore uncharted territory with exciting characters from the Marvel Cinematic or the Marvel Universe, as you have never seen them before, ranging from never-before-seen hero flicks figures like Dino Thor and Destroyer Thor to fan favorite Ultimate Thor, who was last seen in hero clicks almost 15 years ago. There will be something for everyone, and you can't read anything past that. <laughs> yep. But so, as far as the sculpt goes for Ultimate Thor, all they did from the old one was take it off the flight stand and just have him standing on the ground. I kid you not. No it's way. It's the same. It is the I same sculpt. 
Thor. Let's see this ultimate set Thor. Oh my gosh. Uh, yeah, so there's that. I, I'm not familiar with this Thanos. It's Thanos with a cape. And I can't remember where that's from. But Black Panther with an Infinity Gauntlet is, is cool. cool. Oh my gosh. I hope that's broken good. I, yeah, no, Black Panther should definitely be broken good. It, it's weird, because now we have these, this Thanos with the Infinity Gauntlet, and then even Nebula with the Infinity Gauntlet. And obviously, Black Panther is going to be ten times smarter than Nebula with the Infinity Gauntlet. And uh, he's only on a single base, so I want to know how they're going to make him stand up to the other like Infinity Gauntlet Colossals that we just got. Like, oh, I'm sure it'll be underpowered and unimpressive. Oh. It'll be like 75 points, and oh. it'll be pick-a-power... And it'll be a super rare, and it'll be meta, and everybody will want it, and it's the only thing that people will talk about for the next six months. I mean, he is for sure going to be a super rare. Even though his sculpt isn't super impressive, he's probably going to be a super rare. Well, you know that Thor's going to be a super rare, too. Why? If not a chase, to be honest with you. Oh, that, I guess that, watch, that's the chases. The chases are Thor's. different Thor's. Once again, we get Thor chases. Yeah, Wizkid's kind of like Thor, I guess. And just for one major, like, just big FU to the community base, they will actually add for the first time, like, a Thor core keyword that they did not create for the first Thor core members that they made in the Thor set. So, like, that Groot Thor should have had it but didn't, and people were wondering why. Watch. this; They'll add it, and then all those those characters won't be playable and be like, well... You did it again, Wiz Kids. You did That's it again. So bad. You see my downstairs mix-up? Yeah, I didn't ask to see that, did I? I'm all Greg. That is what I'm predicting. Uh, <laughs> so there's that. But let's get on to the DC dials that we got for an OP kit with Wonder Woman, Batman, and Superman. And I'll I'll even preface this by saying I think they did a good job here. I'll explain in a minute, but why don't you pick one, Calder, and go. All right, I'm going to talk about my favorite, and that'd be uh, Super... No, obviously, it's Wonder Woman. So we're going to talk about Wonder Woman here a little bit. Kind of a cool thing they gave everybody in this OP kit is they both... They all have the Superman ally and Batman ally team abilities, which is awesome. Wonder Woman has no special combat symbols except flight. She has no range. She has Amazon, Trinity, and Warrior, so no Justice League. These are very much just the Trinity meant to be played with the Trinity. She has a trait, heroic icon, bullets, and bracelets. When Wonder Woman would be targeted by an opposing character's attack, place a heroic icon token on this card. When you remove two heroic icon tokens from this card, if you do until your next turn, she and friendly characters adjacent to her can't be targeted by ranged attacks, which is awesome. That is really cool. Her second trait is heroic reinforcement. Give Wonder Woman a power action to move a heroic token to another character with this trait. That character is Jason. It is a free action instead. So she basically is going to be able to help Batman and Superman once you see their heroic icon kind of traits and stuff. She kind of helps uh, move things around. Kind of like how the uh, JSA Wonder Woman helped make that whole ability better. So that's really cool. Her special attack power she has for her first three clicks when she has charge, close combat expert, and vulnerability is Lasso Truth. Bleh, truth. Bleh. Wonder Woman can use Incapacitate as if she had range value of 3. When she does, hit targets don't clear action tokens during your their next turn. If she uses it and hits an adjacent character after action is resolved, she may make a close attack targeting that character. It's kind of a bring in and smack you in the face. I really like that. 
I already kind of went over what her top dial was, but Charge and Close Combat Expert. After she loses that on her first three clicks, she gets some toughness. She has Blades for the rest of her dial. She has Sidestep on 456, and she has Combat Reflexes on her last three clicks. This is a seven-click long dial for 100 points and is really solid. I like her. She is not the best Wonder Woman ever made. No. But that doesn't matter because I'll go into why I like this OP kit, why I think they did such a good job on this OP kit. They have, A, shared traits that all synergize with each other. B, they're not terrible, so because they're not terrible, I'll just count that as a neutral ground there. And C, they all have shared uh, um, team abilities. So they all have the Superman, they all have the Batman team abilities. Like, I, I really like this. This just seems like one of those things where if you have a brand new player in your venue and you can hook them up with a nice, by the way, they are all 100 points. They add up to a really nice rounded out 300 point team for your DC fans that just got into the game. Like, this is a really good OP kit for a brand new player. So... Yeah. Let's get into. I hate Superman. You're taking Superman. I'm taking Batman. Oh man, come on. I don't <laughs> like him either. Batman uh. family, Trinity, and Detective keywords. I already told you he's 100 points. He has Indom, no other special combat symbols. Six range, one bolt. He has a. This is a reuse of a sculpt, one of the shifting focus Batmans, the one where he's up against the wall and kind of hiding in the shadows. It's one of the cooler ones. Yeah. The shifting focus, yeah. So his heroic icon is called Criminals are a cowardly and superstitious lot when Batman would be targeted by an opposing character's attack. Place a heroic token on this card when you may then you may remove two heroic icon tokens from this card. If you do until your next turn, all opposing characters modify their attack values by negative through two. That could be game changing right there. Yeah. You could shut down one entire team because we all know that in the game of Heroclix, a game can be brought down into one turn. Like, the whole game can change in one turn. Or put it in your favor. This could win you the game. Will it? I don't know. But it could. So, top dial, he has Flurry, which is weird for a Batman. Uh, 11 attack with a special attack power called Gas Pellets. Batman can use Smoke Cloud as a free action, but only to place one Smoke Cloud marker. Give Batman a free action and place him in this smoke cloud markers square. So that, that's pretty cool. He can really? just tele... He doesn't have to break away because you're placing him. So you just get to teleport six squares away, kind of. But that's actually even better because... I you want to move like, six squares for free? Yeah, I don't mind if I do. Yeah, right? And not to mention that, it doesn't say anything about... Um, so he can use it as a free action, and then he can teleport as a free action, so he can still attack in the same turn with his 11 attack, flurry, 3 damage, outwit. Outwit. <laughs> like. <laughs> and he, obviously he has Batman team ability, so he has stealth the whole dial. 3 damage with outwit, but then 2 damage with outwit. 2 clicks of blank, but then he still ends the dial with 2 clicks of outwit, <laughs> which is great. 3 clicks of flurry, followed by 3 clicks of charge. And then on his last dial, last two clicks of his dial, he has 18 defense, which is naked. But I know what you're thinking you're like Chris, what you mentioned, you didn't mention his defensive power on his top dial. Oh, you know, because it's 17 defense with combat <laughs> reflexes. 
This is actually a really solid Batman. It's really good. Like, like I really want this Batman. He's, he's so good. And um, it, once again, is he the best Batman ever? No, your Trinity War Batman's still going to beat this Batman. But like I said, this whole OP kit is actually like really good together. I like it. In fact, this is probably one of the best OP kits in recent memory. I, I agree. And I, I really like this Batman. He's super thematic, and he's probably going to be my go-to, like, themey Batman from now on. Okay. Yeah. Well, why don't you hit us with that? Yeah. The, the best yeah. figure yeah. in yeah. the OP. Yeah. And I know that you're actually, you plan on getting a Superman tattoo like yeah. a lot of people have gotten. Uh-huh. So yeah. tell me yeah. about him. No, <laughs> Superman's got Kryptonian Trinity for a keyword. All right. I guess. All right. Fine. Superman, he's got Kryptonian, as he should. Reporter, I guess. And Trinity keywords. His real name's Clark Kent. Who really cares? Heroic Icon. He's got the whole powerful locomotive. How great is that? Wow, look at that. He's as powerful as a car. Man, his Chevy Ultra is freaking... Whatever. <laughs> he can stop a Prius. Yeah, that's so impressive. Man, Uncle Bob stopped stop a Prius. Prius. Yeah. When Superman would be targeted by an opposing character's attack, place a freaking heroic token on his card. Blah, 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 blah. You may remove two heroic tokens from this card. If you do until your next turn, penetrating damage dealt to Superman can be reduced. And he takes a maximum of one damage from attack. So Superman is uh, super... How would we say it exactly? Selfish? Uh, super selfish with his tokens. He's like, it's all about himself. <laughs> doesn't care about anybody else. What a jerk. Superman sucks. Anyways, so he doesn't care about his teammates uh, like normal. He's just whatever. He also has the whole give him a you know power action move a heroic token. So if you want to steal it from somebody else, like a selfish jerk that Superman is, you can go ahead and put it back on his dial or on his click, or you can do it as a free action. Like always, his dial is really, really kind of bad compared to everybody else's. So he has charge for the top four clicks with an eight movement being his highest. Then he has a ten attack with super strength, eighteen defense with impervious, and three damage vanilla. So he has. Super strength for only two clicks. Uh, same thing with his impervious. And then he has invulnerability for three clicks with 17s. And then down dial, he has three clicks of close combat expert. His last two clicks are toughness. He's got six range. Is nothing really special about this dial. Like, Wonder Woman and Batman all kind of do really cool things the dial-wise. The Superman's just, like, a, kind of just supposed to be a tank is really all. Like, the only role he really fills is to just absorb damage, which is okay, I guess. But he doesn't really... Doesn't really do much in moods of uh, attacking. I mean, he can charge with ten attack, heavy object. He's lame. Superman's lame. That's that's like that's about as no. That's the best I can do. Sorry guys. Sorry so, if you like Superman. But... <laughs> I want to know if there were any listeners out there that were like, okay, that Wonder Woman's that Wonder Woman's pretty good. Okay, I'm a huge Superman fan, so I can't wait till they get to Superman. Oh, that Batman's really good. Oh, that mean, they're probably saving the best for last. <laughs> And then you were entirely disappointed, and if wishes were dishes, they'd be shattered on your kitchen floor right now. I could have said it better myself. <laughs> so, that's all of the character previews that we got. All 12, 13, 15, whatever we just got. Bunch of them, man. So, uh, but, by the way, they gave us all of uh, the chases for the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle set. Apparently, quite a few of the super rares. Which means there's not really going to be that much more interesting stuff in the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I don't setup know. I can't wait for those commons and uncommons, man. I'm, I'm sure that there's a shredder in there somewhere. <laughs> oh. 
Jeez. If okay, really though, real talk. If they do not make the 2012 Shredder in this set, they've had three sets and then con exclusives to make this Shredder, and they still don't make this Shredder. I will not buy a single thing from this set. I like why? Turn it down. Like that why? was pretty messed up not to do. And actually, this looks like the only turtle set I might buy a uh, CTD of. To be honest with you, I guess we'll see. It, it could it I'll, could bomb. Oh, I don't know, man. This last brick was like really, really last cluster. Yeah. So I'm I'm thinking that I might just go singles for a while, because I can't I can't take the disappointment of getting something like a common and an uncommon prime as my. And then you get the common and uncommon prime. Like, yeah. Like, that's really quick tangent story here. When I bought a brick at Deadpool and the X-Force, I also got, like, Thorn and Dreadpool, the uncommon and common primes. Then I bought two boosters at my local game shop, and I got two chases. I got the, like, gas mask chase Deadpool, and then I got, not prior Deadpool, I got some other chase who was really not, like, the Golden Age Deadpool and then some other lame Deadpool. I was like, huh. Well then, singles. Who'd have thunk? I was I was really happy. Like, huh? There you go. Two chases. Like, maybe I just buy single boosters from now on. Yeah, I don't know, man. I've I've purchased one booster from a shop in like the last two years, and I pulled Chase Thor from I think it was See. Avengers Assemble. I think so. Yeah, I don't know if I want to get a brick again because I just don't have very good luck. I'm pretty sure the last brick we got before that. We got, like, the Uncommon Prime in that one, too. And I was like, really? Like, We got no. the Rare Prime Harley Quinn, didn't we? Was it? We got, yeah, the Yellow Lantern one. Also, right. not that exciting, though. That's still disappointing, but it is. whatever. <laughs> All right. Well, before we move on in the show to a couple of exciting segments let's talk about how dial h works off the value for value model for you guys our goal is to entertain you so if you feel like we give you value in your life consider showing us a little love and leveling up your heroic rank so you can earn your heroic titles like citizen vigilante protagonist and so on just like some of our wonderful patreon heroes uh, don't forget that your names and titles appear in the show notes for the months that you contribute to the community as you are producers of the podcast. And lastly, we have this is the last episode of the month, which means the next episode is going to be the heroic ranking up ceremony for the month of June. So if you wanted to jump onto that bandwagon and get your title, it is a really great time to do that before the next episode. So you basically have one week. All right, well, moving on past that, Calder wants to get into a meta minute. So. Hello and welcome to the meta minute, where I kind of discuss the happenings in the meta for a little while. We are crazy over here at Dial H. I am desperately preparing for the U.S. Nationals coming up here in Origins Game Fair, less than three weeks away. I've been playing a ton of home games by myself, I've been playing with myself in the basement, as you know, playing Hero Clicks. Could have worded that better. Anyways, I basically come to. <laughs> uh, I, I really wanted to pull a Captain America. We actually got that covered. Thank you so much to a listener. And I've been, like, working like crazy, trying to figure out, oh, what team's going to be great for this Captain America for principal? What can I do? I went to my good old friend, Black Lightning. I absolutely love this character. And I love this figure so much. 
And I think he gets around a few different things, but I haven't quite figured out how to make a really solid team with him and Captain America Principal. Maybe two Black Lightnings, maybe only a few. But here are a few things that if you want to try to run Black Lightning with Captain America Principal that I would say. First off, he does not have any keywords in common with Captain America. Although, this is the best in-cap piece in the game because... Not only does he do a triple bolt in cap with 8 range, he also deals 1 penetrating damage to each character hit. Sadly, he only has a 10 attack, but he has 3 damage with, guess what, enhancement. Captain America himself doesn't actually have to use incapacitate to use his power. He just has to make an attack. So Captain America can actually sidestep up to Black Lightning with an 11 attack 4 damage with that enhancement, and then totally punch a hole right through someone's Invincible, or once again, he can just use in-cap and he can keep tokens off of him. Another thing that Black Lightning is good for is he has the, yeah, you guessed it, Outsider's Team Ability, which makes him awesome. Let's say someone is running an Unseen, a Nick Fury Unseen on the other team, and you want to Colossus Retaliate. Well, shoot, near the cost of retaliation, my character has to modify their attack value by negative two. Or, if they are within six squares of Black Lightning, you can just go ahead and use Outsiders on them. That's how you can actually use Outsiders to help your team. Or, if an opposing character has a ton of perplex, like a certain snot-nosed monster in the meta, you know, I'm just, just saying. Lots of perplexes going around. You can also just go ahead and Outsiders an opposing character. So I think Black Lightning can really work well with Captain America. Obviously, there are a ton of cosmic keywords i was looking at the space turtles specifically leonardo especially since he has leadership and he has really cool abilities so i just want people to look for this meta minute i really just want people to think about more outside the box stuff i believe theme teams are going to kind of rule the meta here for a while whether it's cosmic or x-men x-men obviously is like Layla cheney a couple of wolverines and then like a one or two moria mctaggarts and then you basically just fill out the points Obviously, I've been using Shift and Focus Deadpool before it was cool. Just saying. So if I was going to run an X-Men team, he'd definitely be on it. So this meta minute, I just kind of wanted to tell everybody what I was thinking about for Nationals prep. I was actually running a team of Quasar, working out that. I was working out how well Groot actually works. How hurtful is it going to be to give your opposing team, you know, to give them your... That one doctor dude, I don't even know what the pod's name is. Give that, basically to give them an outwit. How much is that actually going to hurt you? And I found that out in a game, I was just playing back and forth, that it led to the death of Quasar, pretty much. So that was really interesting to think about things, but also those walking with tokens are almost broken. So that's just been on my mind this entire week, but I was working with what I played with and what I had. So everybody have a good time, and if you're going to go to Nationals, Go ahead and think about some of the things I said and hit me up with some of the uh, teams that you've made and what you think are really good in the meta. And that closes out this meta minute. Cool. So a few things real quick. We do not have a sound clip for the next thing Calder wants to talk about, which is going to be dialed design. So if you have a recommendation for that, just go ahead and send that into Facebook or on Twitter. Let us know. And Calder, take it away. Absolutely. So, dial design this week. It kind of disappeared for a little bit. I'm really sorry. Uh, it took me a while to get the movie code into the winner. Just so you guys know, the winner will get a movie code. Even though I accidentally bought Thor Ragnarok on DVD and not on Blu-ray, I'll fix that. Don't worry. I know. I know. Don't grill me too hard. But dial design this week is going to be kind of based around Memorial Day. So I want you guys to choose a character who is either just a soldier keyword, just a straight up someone who is a soldier, or a patriotic character. And what I mean by patriotic, I would say like Stars and Stripes, like kind of wears the flag. 
stuff like that. So that's all you have to do, and I would like to keep it comic-based. So, as within the realm of comic books, so we don't get too far crazy out of it. So a comic book character who is patriotic, Stars and Stripes, or with the soldier keyword, that will be this week's dial design prerequisites for making stuff. So an instant disqualification will be anybody out there that makes War Machine without Indominal? Yep. Obviously. Just going to throw that out there. <laughs> WizKids has already crapped on him enough. Do not be that person that yeah. continues that. <laughs> Why would you do this to I me, don't WizKids? Know. Why? Okay, well, that's your dial design. I'm really looking forward to I know Calder's looking forward to that as well. Uh, so... Why don't we move on to the last thing that we're going to cover on tonight's episode, which is going to be the continuation of last week's Community Tuesdays question. So, as always, we put a Community Tuesdays question on Facebook and on Twitter, sometimes on Reddit. But we had so many answers last week that uh, we just decided to continue on with these. The Community question is... Last week was with a new Starro and the Sinestro we got last year. Which Colossals do you want WizKids to remake? I'm going to go ahead and start us out on the Twitters with Eric Riger. Riger, maybe? GG Galactus. Oh, yeah. Yeah, good game, Galactus, because every <laughs> game I have with Galactus is good. Uh, such a great sculpt and fun set of dials. Would love to update for modern play. Yes, please. Let's do it. Uh, Dave Herbert on Facebook. Starro looks great and fun, like a big boss battle. Not sure about the remake, but I would love to see more products that are scenario-based and maybe come with various battle objectives. I like it. Hold on. I forgot. There are dozens of us. Dozens! Forgot to play that for community. Dozens. <laughs> yeah. Dozens of us. Eric the Red said Dr. Manhattan. Now, with the upcoming HBO series, I actually don't believe that WizKids will jump on that at all. I just I get this feeling that they're not going to care. But I do think that maybe in the future, especially with the Doomsday Clock currently running in DC Comics, maybe we will get at least, you know, Rorschach, Comedian... You know, at least smaller version or yeah. smaller characters. Or maybe even the new characters they introduced, the uh, mimes people. I don't know what they were called. Oh, yeah. True. True story. On the Facebook, Dan Davis. Galactus! All caps. Appreciate it. Uh, I believe. Wait. Yeah, no, the answer is always Galactus. I just want to put Obviously. that out there. So we have uh, our first heroic titled answer, which is going to be from protagonist Little Plastic Superheroes said a good apocalypse would be nice. Uh, that was an answer we definitely got last week. We agree with that. And then he finished it off by saying, Fin Fang Foom or Galactus 2. I think I think we've alienated almost all of our DC fans at this yeah. point. Like all the, have you noticed that? Like all, <laughs> Almost all of our answers are like verging on. You know, last week I said Spectre, and I'm still standing by it. So mm, some DC enough. guys got to give me a little something. Loyal Miller, I mean all of them. I mean, hey, that's a good answer. But I want to see, <laughs> I want to see the elders and the watchers done. Yeah, I'd like a new Utah. That'd be cool. And watchers. Uh, yeah, no, no, that would actually be really cool. You know what? I would, I would really like to see. I'm gonna add another answer onto this week, since I already answered it last week. But I'm gonna answer it again. You know what? I really would love to see What's more that? Celestials. Ah. 
we have exactly one. And it's not even the one that was used in the comics. Like, I don't even understand. Like, it's been used in comics, obviously. Otherwise, I wouldn't be there. But, I mean, like, the main one. It's usually in the background, and you see him. And that's Zoran the Tester. But he's not even normally, like, there. If you read the Eternals, like, I love the Eternals, there's lots of information about your Celestials. And they're so cool. And I really wish that they would make more of them. Do you have another answer, Calder? Yeah. Um, please. Oh, you mean like another answer for myself? Yeah. Let's get a let's get a watcher, but he has a little tiny spacesuit Stan Lee sitting next to him. That'd be great. <laughs> okay. Is it your guy or is it my guy? Uh, yours, well, I think. All right, Tyler Miran. I mean, we have gotten Giant Man or Wasp lately. I mean, come on. Uh, I'll even settle for a uh, Colossal Ant-Man. We never get any of those, but I mean, you know, we just had a hand yeah, yeah, with the tanks. Whatever. Anyways, <laughs> Marvel Colossals that are related to Pimtech. We do have a giant wasp now. She's sort of big. Uh, but no, seriously, how about a new version of Onslaught? Oh, I see what he's doing. Uh, you're, being, you're being sarcastic. I'm sorry. Internet, man. Uh, That's our job. Uh, how about a new we version bring the sarcasm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, an onslaught like the Red Skull onslaught version that would be really cool with the brain of Professor X with a retaliation that uses mind control on the targets after action resolve all characters mind control are dealt too unavoidable ho Whew, that's that'd be dumb that'd, that'd be crazy yeah okay we have an answer from David Thawne said Fin Fang Foom only a little smaller and with lower point dials than the original so it would definitely make it more accessible if he were smaller. I had never even seen a Fin Fang Foom until I bought my own oh. offline. So, oh. yeah, yeah, they're they're not too prevalent. Eric Caves, my heart exploded with nostalgia. I love these Shakespearean words we're using here. It's great. When we got the old Sinestro, it it's only right that we get an old Sentinel, too. And honestly, I thought a remake of Apocalypse would be fantastic. He's way past due for a new figure in general, especially with all the Age of Ultron chases we got recently. Agreed. <laughs> I love this answer. Tim Cashmark said Thor's Chariot. Hopefully one that would be playable this time. <laughs> uh, Vince Gentile. Boom. Not even the Fink Fangs. Boom. Just bring it. That's all you need. Like, now, the real question is, do you want actual Fin Fang Foom? Or do you want the, like, knockoff clone versions that they introduced into the comics? The ones that are, like, mindless and... You know, that would actually be a pretty easy way to reuse a sculpt, but make completely different dials. Oh, yeah. Like a, mind, a mindless, generic version of Fin Fang Foom for the clones, and then actual Fin Fang Foom with, like, Outwit, because he's actually very intelligent. So Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we have Bradley Boatil? Boatel? I'm sorry. Said Mogo or Krona. There's your decent nice. answers. All right. All right. Yeah, no, they really... That'd be cool, actually, to see a Mogo. That'd be insane, though. Planets, man. That'd be insane. I, I think they probably won't ever make that, though, because, I mean, it legitimately is a planet for the same reason that they'll never make an Ego, you know? Because it's a planet. Yeah. So I just don't think that they'll scale the it down. scale is... Yeah. But it's cool. Now, like, I bet they could guys. make maps, though. Maps that I thought, the characters run around. Did we get a Mogo map? My guess is probably yes, we probably did, but I don't remember it. All right. 
Fair enough. Christian Bogan on Facebook. Dr. Manhattan. Honestly, I think all the Watchmen need updated figures. Let's hope WizKids bites and does update all the Watchmen. That'd be great. All right. We have Jay Sanzen that said Necron. Now, I'm going to say this again. Last one was squishy. We need this one to be a little bit more... Have some sticking around power. Yeah. Make him better. And that, that's the last one I have on Facebook. So. Okay, last one I have on Twitter. So that's good timing. Dodgers88 said a true Galactus would be cool. I don't know what he means by that. A true Galactus? You mean a Galactus what, what that can it? be beat up by Howard the Duck and Squirrel Girl? Is that the Galactus we want? Okay. No. I just, uh, in my head, I know that that's, oh. that's Marvel canon, but in my head it still didn't happen. Okay. Just like pretty much every Deadpool storyline, I just pretend that it didn't happen. Because it upsets what a, me. What a coke <laughs> you got. Denial! It's great. So, uh, no, please let us know what you mean by a true Galactus there. Uh, to jump off of that, because it just reminded me. Uh, I don't want to say super recently, but recent enough in modern comics, we had Galactus go from Galactus the Devourer to Galactus... The Savior, the Lifebringer, I think is his name. So he's all gold and white and stuff. Oh. So or is he is blue and black? Uh, you, uh, you shut up. <laughs> <laughs> well done, Calder. Uh, but no, he is white and gold, to my knowledge. And he does completely different stuff than Galactus does normally, what we are used to Galactus. So I don't know what he means by true Galactus, but I'll tell you that the Lifebringer Galactus is not the tr technically true Galactus, yeah. I guess. I don't know. That's completely up to interpretation. All right. So thank you, as always, to all of you that jumped on and answered the community question, uh, whether it was on Facebook or on Twitter. But we really do appreciate all of those answers. That's one of the best things that you can do to uh, help Calder and I's, like, mentality of getting through the week of doing all that we do for this podcast is even if you don't want to like jump onto our patreon or anything like that spend actual money a like here a share there uh, whatever that really helps us just make us feel good about this podcast so restores my hp guys love it yeah it really does it really does it makes makes us feel good when we know that you guys are out there and it is by far the easiest way to support your podcast but, uh, yeah. So, let's talk real quick about Origins. Uh, Calder and I are going to be at Origins. So, the reason this is in the community section is because, realistically, yeah, I'm going to play Heroclix, but mostly I'm going to hang out with you guys and Calder. So, if you are part of our community and you see Calder and or I... Just come up to us and talk to us and let us know where you're from and everything you guys want to know uh, or everything you guys want to tell us about, well, Dial H and Hero Clicks and everything like that. And I would really like to schedule maybe a possible going out to eat after yeah. Origins closes down for the night. Really, we just want to hang out with you guys. So it doesn't just have to be at Origins, but this may be the only opportunity that we get to see you. So uh, please, since you'll probably figure out who we are way before we figure out who you are, because I am definitely not going to walk up to people and go, hey, do you listen do to Dial H? <laughs> that would be so uh, 
Wow. Um, self-inflated probably yeah. would be the le- like the nice way of saying that. Egotistical at worst. Yeah. So uh, come up, say hi. We'd love to meet all of you guys. And we can go out to eat or uh, Calder's not old enough, but maybe I'll uh, go out hey, for a beer, beer with you. <laughs> if you guys want oh, a steak dinner or something, I'll be able to uh, criticize the heck out of whatever meal we get. And uh, yeah, that'd be about right. It'll be pretty easy fair to see me. I'll be wearing a cowboy hat, so it'll be relatively easy to find me. Okay, another thing at Origins is that I'm going to bring decals if you guys are interested in picking one up from us. So those are going to be five bucks a pop uh, to help support the podcast. And I'll give you a decal right then and there. You don't have to worry about waiting for it to get shipped to you. So there's that as an option. And then there are some things that uh, are hero clicks related that we just kind of want to give away to you guys. So we will uh, work on that. But we really are interested in meeting as many of you listeners as we can because I think it'll be a really fun experience. And you know, we'll also be there for hero clicks. Yep. So that's that's uh, me. And then uh, since Calder is actually going to be participating in nationals. Uh, kick his butt. That way you can ride into the podcast. Oh. Like, hey, remember that time that I stomped you, called? <laughs> I probably will not be participating oh. in nationals because I am just I very adamantly maintain the idea that I have horrible, horrible luck, especially in actual competitions. So I try to avoid them because my ego can't take it when I get so destroyed. But uh, I'll probably play, be playing Battle Royales all day, and it would be great to sit down with you guys. And, uh, yeah, that would be really cool. So anything you want to say about Origins before we move on? Bring it on, guys. Like, really, bring it on. <laughs> bring it on. Okay. All right. Well, uh, we do not have any birthdays this week. I'm, I'm really hoping that somebody out there eventually gets a hold of us and lets us know that Someone in their life or themselves or their judge or one of the players at their venue who they have gotten to listen to the podcast because you're like, oh, you should really listen to podcasts, guys, because you can turn on the radio and listen to the same regurgitated songs on loop all day, every day, or you can just listen to Dial H once a week because, you know, that's a good way to get new listeners. Uh, but, yeah, we need to know if it's your birthday. We'll give you a, an official Dial H for HeroClix, Arabian birthday. Absolutely. Um, do you have any community questions from any listeners this week? We didn't go over that before. Uh, I do not. Okay. Well, you are more than encouraged to write in with any questions that you have into the podcast or suggestions for such things as casual comparisons, value, corner, things like that. If you would like to be on the podcast because we like to interact with you guys and gals as much as we can, let us know on Facebook or Twitter. That's at Dial H for HeroClix. That's a number four on Twitter. Or just search Dial H for HeroClix on Facebook. Let us know, and we would love to get you guys onto the podcast. Uh, and just a last reminder, if you want to jump onto our Patreon and support us for as little as even $1 a month, that is an option. Uh that is that's like less than a cup of coffee. Not a Starbucks because they're grossly, no. uh, you know, over over costed for a cup of coffee. But you know, it helped the podcast out, and you can get your heroic title, and you can get those little warm fuzzy feelings inside, knowing, hey, I'm helping a content creator. So that's uh, that'd make us happy. 
So that's all I got. All right, then I am ready to read us out. As a reminder, Dial H for Hero Clicks is brought to you by CoolStuffInc.com, where you can find cool stuff in stock every day, including all the latest Hero Clicks singles and sealed products. Check them out at CoolStuffInc.com. Bye, guys. Happy trails. I like turtles. Mutt, 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 mutt,